All right, let's get it going. Yo, what up? It's the Why Not Us podcast. Your boy Dane. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Haywood. What's going on? It's your boy Reese. I only got a hat on because I ran today and my hair's kind of messed up. Everybody here, fuck that. What's up, y'all? It's Jeremy. We are back, man. Episode 34. How y'all doing, fellas? How y'all living, man? I'm start with Haywood. How you living? I'm good, man. It's one of the first days I had off. No work, no chip, no cheering. So, um, hey, you know, I know y'all don't get those days, but when you when it aligns with the planets where you don't have the kid and the and work, it's like an extra pick on your steps. So, yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. It's a beautiful day too. Oh yeah, beautiful day today. You know, motherfuckers is out, not social distancing, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll talk about that. What about you, Chad? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing fantastic. I see you, man. You glowing. You got your skin glowing. You grinning. Man, that's all that good water, man, with the with the ginger root and all the men stuff in it, man. I'm telling y'all, it works wonders. Yes, man. You look like you ain't got five years younger, man. That's a good thing for you. It is. <laughs> 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 What's up, Jeremy? How you doing, bro? Hey, I'm good, man. Good. Finally got out the house. Made a trip to Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Life on the line to go to Walmart. I'm telling you, I, I got hungry, man. I need something to eat. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I risked it all. <laughs> what, risked it for the biscuit, like Haywood say? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, man. We we'll be out there, Jeremy. I was out there catching pictures that we caught 19 of them old. <laughs> oh, yo, yo, wait, hold on. Y'all went today? Yes. I thought y'all went yesterday. No, we didn't. We didn't go. Oh well, damn! Ain't nobody let me know. I would have gone anyway. Cause y'all niggas might have COVID, so <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. You ain't symptomatic. You just keep it. Let's get into it. We got a good show for y'all, man. So tip of the week, I'm gonna bring it this week. And then for trending topics, we're gonna talk about DoorDash and Uncle Jeremy, man. What is going on with him? Um, we're gonna skip over the last dance three or four. We're gonna get another couple episodes in before we talk about Jordan again. It got a little heated the last time. Then uh, the NFL draft and our black men misrepresented. Texas is reopening. Are you drinking bleach? And Kanye reaches a billion. And then for the conscious news, we're going to talk about should we hold our vote hostage like Diddy said. No. So further ado, man. Let me. It's a good conversation, man. It's a good conversation. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. So without further ado, man, let's get to the tip of the week. So I, I wrote this out a little bit, man. It's um, I titled this Wash, Rinse, Reset, and Repeat. Of course, you know, we're going through a lot right now in this country and uh, we are bombarded with so much information. It's getting harder to decipher what's real and what's fake with information. You have news outlets telling you it's okay to go out. You have news outlets saying you're in imminent danger if you set one foot outside. I'm here to tell you none of it, is, none of it truly matters. Engage in what helps you grow in life. Take this opportunity to work on your mental, physical, and financial health. It's so easy to get caught up in conspiracy theories and pundits fighting for your attention, just like me, I might add. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if you're working, I truly believe you'll start to find peace that you seek in your life. So, of course, wash. Be careful what you consume. My motto is, if I have to question it or can't find supporting evidence to support someone's argument, then I wash it from my mind. Rinse. You know, after you wash your dishes, you have to uh, rinse the suds off, right? Leaving the suds just keeps the dishes dirty and that's the same with your mind. It may be tempting to click on an article or watch a pundit try to reel you back in, but take it from me, it just turns into a rabbit hole that you'll have trouble getting out of. Reset. Engage in something that truly makes you happy or leads you to your physical, mental, emotional, or financial health. Pick up a book, a 
podcast or even take some friends along with you on your journey to grow. Uh, please keep social distancing, though. Got to make sure we get through this. I make it an effort to engage daily in this area but <clears throat> and start off uh, at least once a week if you can. You don't have to do it every day. Just start off doing it once a week. And if you don't enjoy it, then don't fret about it. Just move on and do what you do, uh, what you really enjoy. You have no one to please but yourself, so keep that in mind. You don't have to worry about what other people think or how they may feel about what you're doing in your life. As long as it makes you happy, you keep doing it. And last but not least, repeat. If you find yourself losing control, just know that it's all right. Acknowledge it and wash, rinse, reset, and repeat. Word. 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 Cool, cool, man. Let's get Appreciate to that, it. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Let's get to it, man. So, Jeremy, man, you sent us a text earlier this week, man, about you, you know, eating out through COVID. I understand you're a single man. And you, you don't really cook. You ain't got no wife there to, you know, make you a wholesome meal. I want you to share with our listeners, man, how much you put down on DoorDash since the COVID started. Well, <clears throat> you know, I've been enjoying myself lately. I didn't, re <laughs> I didn't realize, you know, how much I was using DoorDash. Well, I decided to calculate it the other day. And uh, that shit came out to about $670. $670? $670. But I mean, it's, it's not too bad, though. You know, man, I really don't. I don't eat like that. What's, what's the, the time period? What's the time period on that? Uh, probably about six weeks. Five to six weeks. A hundred dollars a week, basically. Yeah. That boy stimulated the economy. That's a lot of money. Yeah, he could have stimulated me because I would have done that. I would have brought your food over there for six hundred seventy dollars. Seriously, I, I would have brought your food to you for ten dollars. I've been out there and this shit just started. <laughs> but that's not the delivery. But that's not the delivery fee though. That that that's the entrees and whatever I got's all included in that though. Oh, okay. So I would oh. say, yeah, yeah, I would say like delivery fee probably. I would say, what probably about twenty percent of that. So twenty percent of that. It just sounds like overindulging. About, about one hundred and thirty dollars probably with the de what? delivery fee. So you about the done tip. that for a third of that. That's the most important part. What up? The tip, nigga. Yeah, yeah, with tip and tip and delivery fee. How much? 130? 130 over six weeks, you ain't no good tipper, bro. What you mean? Six weeks and $600 worth of food don't sound yeah. right. It need to at least be 20%. 20% to tip? Yes, nigga. On, on, a, on a food meal, on a meal that's under $20, 20 they percent putting their life on the line to bring you a meal under $20. They ain't got, they ain't got shit to do with me. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. They make they making money off the delivery fee. I get I give them a flat rate. So it's either it's either three dollars. And if I was getting stuff from 7-Eleven, it was two dollars. I wouldn't go over three dollars. They they got me messed up. Hey, you what that 7 Eleven too? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I would go to a lot of stuff from 7-Eleven. You got money. If you don't give at least five dollars, bro. Hey. Five dollars. Hey, fuck all that. You don't think you don't think they deserve five dollars, bro? That's how you Hell keep your money. No. When I get charged five ninety nine for a delivery fee, and then they get another five dollars. Yes, yes, bro. If you can't afford it, don't do it, Jeremy. Oh no, that's a little aggressive. Hey, that's, that's very aggressive, <laughs> <laughs> bro. No, it's not, bro. I used to do that shit, bro. That's that's so they don't get barely none of the uh none of the fee. They get all of the tip. So they don't get the delivery fee? 
they get a fraction. That's the, the yeah. It's like twenty five percent, ain't it? Like yeah, they get a little bit of the the the, the fee. I might most be saying of that. Oh, shit. Most of it go to the company. Okay, just just think about it though. Okay, so yeah. say, say you can do what? How, what? What's a reasonable amount? Five five deliveries an hour. You can four deliveries an you hour. Can. You can't match three? it. You do three. The max. Okay. Yeah, and that's if it's fu- okay. that's if it's fast food. What if you gotta do hop dotties? The motherfuckers take forever. Okay, let's just say three. Food? Let's just say three. Okay. okay. So three. You you made three deliveries. Okay. Uh-huh. So each 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 person gives you five dollars. So that's fifteen dollars. So that's fifteen times three. And then also we're gonna factor in the percentage of the delivery fee. Let's say let's tack on another 10, 10, 10 to fifteen dollars. Let's say another ten dollars, twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five dollars an hour is not is is actually a pretty pretty good amount of money. And they and they Just never make that. They never make that. They always say they twelve to seventeen. They never make that. Never twelve to seventeen that. an hour. Yes. If if, if everybody's giving five dollars, you're not you're not gonna make twelve to seventeen an hour. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You need to do better. Yeah, I'm all there. You just call me, man. When you want, when you ready to make the place your order, you go ahead and place your order, and I go pick it up and have my five dollars ready when I get to the door. Yo, shout out to everybody <laughs> though. Uh, working with COVID, delivering food, doing. Working in the grocery store, all them people, man, like they really been holding it down. I appreciate it. Shout out to H E B. Yeah, man, quiet as whole lot. Yeah, quiet is kept, man. I, I think this is like the silver lining to everything with this. Uh, people still been able to get out and proof is with Jeremy spending damn near a thousand dollars on food. Can y'all imagine if H E B went public? H E B ain't go public, bro. I fuck when I buy some H E B stock. If they did, they not, but I don't they don't need to really, not at this point. Not right now. Usually, people go public H-E-B during this time. H E B still been operating the same way since COVID started. H E B and Target, so they good. Only people that's been affected by that stuff is places like the mall and shit like that, and the small businesses. Yeah. So the grocery stores are cool. Yeah, I have to. I have to give H E B a shout. They have an immaculate COVID plan, man. You, it's social distancing there is working. I mean, for free. real, it's almost like they've been planning this shit. No, they said, they, said, they, said, they said they was doing planning. Uh, the owner was like making plans in like January. Like yeah, why, uh, but be honest with you, they did have a COVID, I mean, not a, necessarily COVID, but a pandemic plan in place. And it was like years in advance. Yeah. Happening. Had a pandemic job too at the CDC, just opened up in November. Hey, Reese, Reese know because he went to uh, ATL. He, he, he know how it feels to be away from the HEV. That shit real. Yeah. But I like Publix though. Publix is a good place to go shop at, bro, for real. In Georgia? Publix, I actually went into Publix. I like Publix. I ain't gonna lie. I like Publix. Publix, Publix got a lot of buy one, get one free up in there. So they, they hitting the H-E-B over they operate, It's like Kroger's. Kroger's, H-E-B, Publix, they all kind of the same format for the most Kroger's part. Kroger's trash, though. That shit is expensive. Kroger's or Randall's. No, thanks. No. But... <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yeah, next time, Jeremy, you just hit me up, man. I ain't about that uh, that meal, man. You just place the order, I go pick it up. Have my five dollars, man. That's a lot of money, fool. You could have bought a home gym. <laughs> <laughs> I got that boy kettlebell. Yeah, hey, I'm good. You could have bought twenty kettlebells. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed my food, though. I enjoyed life. That's all that matters. <laughs> hey, me too. You ain't enjoy food like I did. I enjoy Let's keep it moving. I, I don't have to. That's a lot of money spent on food. Let's keep it moving, man. So NFL draft, y'all watch it, man. Y'all anybody catch the NFL draft for at least the first day? We couldn't watch it because we were doing a podcast, but no, I kept up with it though. It was I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, Cowboys definitely came out winners on this, you know. Oh, oh, yeah. We did a good job, man. Uh, it was a good break 
from from everything. I still think football season is going to be a lot different this year. I don't know how exactly. You just cannot tell me you're going to get in the stadium and, and, and allow people to do that. But I think the games will be played for sure. Too much money to be made. So. Oh, yeah. NG excitement is going to be different, you know, especially if you can't go to the games. Because I was definitely planning on going to the 49ers and Cowboys game. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's the that's change. Yeah, I with that. I'm trying to mess with that, but y'all ain't going to other stuff now. COVID got y'all boys shook. <laughs> so y'all can stay y'all ass at home. Watch this show. <laughs> I ain't afraid to say it. Stay hey, in the house. Good, man. <laughs> <laughs> but now I wanted to bring it up, man, because of course I know y'all you guys seen that as far as African Americans have been picked, you know, in the draft misrepresented in a major way, man. Um Case in point, like one of the players, and I can't I can't remember his name. I don't know if one of y'all can look that up, but one of the players got drafted, and the tagline at the bottom of his uh of his selection said that his mother was a, a addict, was a recovering addict for over I think sixteen years. So, yeah. so it's a bigger conversation, man. It's like why are we getting misrepresented in that way, or why does that have to be like a focal point when somebody's you know getting an accomplishment of this magnitude? It was T. Higgins. T. Higgins from Clemson. Yeah. So what that was is, it's, it, I think it's called a, a microaggression. And a microaggression, what I would put in layman people terms is like, if you shoot slugs and it's like an insult, but you didn't even mean to do it. If somebody said, damn, you're the whitest black person I you, I know. That you happened know to you'd be like, that happened to me. That's crazy. You'd be like, what the I'll be like, man, you don't, you, you, you don't, you don't look bad for a dark-skinned person or some shit like that. That's a microaggression where you really think you yeah. not saying some disrespectful, but you did. So the shit is so thick with with the 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 viewpoint of black people, but that they do shit like that. So to people who don't know, the thing that they put on the screen was like. Uh did that this many yards catches, and then on the bottom it was like his mama battled drug addiction for 16 years and it's just like for you to even think that's okay is a systematic failure because that had to go on screen and everybody was okay with that everybody black white mexican don't we don't even know who's behind yeah. the screen touch several, touch several hands before it got to the screen touch several hands and there was another white dude that showed shit like dad owns a tree cutting business you know what I'm saying? So he ran a farm for five years. Ran a, ran a fucking farm. So it's just like, it's so thick and it's so deep that they don't even know when they doing it. And then they have to go back and apologize like ESPN did. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Jeremy, what you think, man, when you saw it? <clears throat> I thought I was messed up. Um, I didn't even know anything about it, to be honest, until Haywood sent that uh, that message uh, that showed it. Um it's it, it just, it, it's just. It, I guess it's not shocking uh, because you, know, you see this happen uh, a lot of times. But I was just kind of lost for words when I saw that. Mm -hmm. You think it's gonna change, Chad? What do you think? You think they're gonna stop doing this next year? Because it definitely got some traction. I just heard a couple of outlets talking about it, and people, even you know, some white uh, uh, pundits that I listened to, they were like, "Not about that." They gonna stop doing what? Like putting up taglines and stuff like that, or like misrepresenting like the the players that get drafted, like putting taglines like his mother was an addict and things of that nature. I mean, oh, you should ask the player. You should ask the player with his facts, his little thing. Yeah. Like, why you gotta make this shit up? 
So like, so y'all honestly don't think that they didn't ask these players that stuff? Like this is this is the, this is the problem, bro. They not gonna stop this shit. Why they not gonna stop this? Because it's like Chris said, it's systemic. But at the same time, I bet you when that dude got called up there, he was like, "Man, I'm just so honored to be here, uh, to be a player that's worthy to get selected to a team." Like I come from a better home. I come from this. I come from that. So when you say that shit, they not gonna listen to anything else you said. They want to run with the, the the tagline that this kid came from a bad home. That's how they so want to see. So we giving them the green light. Y'all think we giving them the green light when we? Yes. Cause when when that white boy go up there, he gonna be like, oh man, I remember like being out there with my dad, throwing hay around and shit like that. We ain't throwing no hay, we throwing rocks at each other cause we from the hood. We don't know shit about that. So he gonna speak on what he know about. It's just yeah. that simple. And they gonna continue to use them taglines because they think it's okay because we tell them this shit. So in other words- They didn't ask him, they didn't, but you right. He did say, I ain't tripping cause that's part of my journey. Yeah. That's exactly. how he feel. If they put that shit for me, I'd be like, that ain't none of y'all goddamn business. And that don't have nothing to do with my football career. So in this situation, he wasn't tripping. But it, it, it goes to show that's not what they do across the board. And that's why it's the problem. Because yeah. that's not what you did with everybody. Yeah, especially yeah. to the point where you're telling the world my business. You know what I mean? You put if, every- if you if you do that, then everybody needs to have a bullet point of something uh, they overcame. But that's not what you did. So the media, the media has a responsibility, bro. That's what I'm saying. Media has responsibility, and they shape the minds of people. So they can't just do fucking everything, okay? It's the people who ultimately watch and pay for their their dollars. You know, what I'm saying? I mean, pay for their network. So ultimately, especially in this game, the people who play the game and watch it are, you know, of every color. But the people playing in it, you need to do right by them. And ultimately, did that really do right by T? I would say no. No, of course they didn't. And they're not, they not going to do right by these players, bro. So this is why I brought this up. I brought this up to Chris off, off of offline. And I was like, man, um, it makes no sense. And I said it on the Facebook message too. It's like, it makes no sense that we continue to support these, these leagues that are predominantly black, but only 0.03% get selected, but it's predominantly black. So going doing all this coronavirus shit why hasn't any of these players thought about what's been going on and be like dude why don't we start our own shit they could start their own league all the stuff we're talking about kobe replacing um whoever the fuck it is for that logo we could create our own goddamn logo own players own team you you take all the people away from all these major sporting events basketball and football what you got what you got yeah so like that's at, at this point in time, it's it's a time for action. When they came out with that bullshit, you know what I'm saying, saying that stuff about this kid, they should have said something about it in the moment. They wait until the very next day, and then they got to issue an apology that they really not sorry for. Because if they were sorry, they would never have said it. Nobody's ever sorry for what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never been sorry for anything that I say. They said they said they, they said sorry, but I I don't know I don't know if I go as far as to say you got to start an old league. That shit. It's, <clears throat> Takes too much time. I mean, I'd rather us get bred in the NFL and take that back to our community. But they're not, but they're not giving it to them. Like, have y'all seen like what the NFL players really take home? That shit is fucking mind boggling. That's why I applied that for real. I applied the money, that. The money is right there right now, though. That's yeah, the difference. Go, yeah, go get your guaranteed money. Don't be stupid. Like, if somebody told you that, hey man, I think you can get 30 guaranteed, get your 30 guaranteed because 
outside of that shit, there's no guaranteed money. You tear your damn knee up today, you're done. You're done, bro. Like, look at the life expectancy of a running back. Three years, bro. Three years in the NFL, that's all you're expected to do. And you only go to school for, what, two, three years? You come out that motherfucker and you get hurt, what you gonna do? You have no fallback plan, no guaranteed money. Then you that's the, I think but I think that stuff would transfer over to our league. If we had our own league, people are gonna do the same thing in our league. They, the running back's gonna have that same um, expiration date on their legs, too. Yeah, they, it, it will, but at the same time, man, like, you get to learn, bro. We get to learn, we get to have ownership. That's one thing we don't have, and we still fighting for that shit. Like, yeah, we got Jay-Z up in there, man, but how long is it gonna take before we finally see a black owner? It's gonna come. It's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. Yeah, we're gonna get that though. Let's keep it moving, fellas, man. Let's talk about Texas reopening, man. And then y'all go out last night. We open back up on Friday. No, but I heard I heard the pluggers was popping. Somebody told me that his little brother said pluggers was uh was popping and uh somewhere else I can't remember that they said it was a bunch of people. Um and a lot of people just I don't want to say they're not taking it seriously. They just sick and tired. I'm not gonna lie. Today I was tempted. Like I wanted to go socialize. I haven't socialized since in months, two, two, two and a half months. So I wanted to kick it. That's what I wanted to do today. I ain't felt like that in a long time. Like I wanted to be social, and I'm an introvert. I'm a social introvert. Like yeah, I, it, been, it was a beautiful day for us to go get a drink, get something to eat, and kick it. You know. And honestly, there's places like Pluckers. If you have a table of five or less, you can go do that. Yeah, that's true. I went out last night. I went driving around just to kind of see what was going to happen. Oh, that was you who said Pluckers, yeah, right? Yeah. That was you, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. I drove by and, uh, man, Pluckers was popping. Pluckers had a lot of people over there, man. And then I went through the domain and I saw um, this Mexican restaurant where we met said that one time. And Cyclone that, and Nias? Yeah, that restaurant was hidden. Yard House, that restaurant was hidden. I love your house, bro. That's my people shit. out there, man. It's people out trying to, you know, get back in and socialize, man. And it's a little bit different. Even when I went to the stores and stuff, I go to the stores on Saturdays. I usually go to HEB and then Whole Foods. <clears throat> Saw people walking around without masks and stuff like that. And everybody's like, it's back back to normal. I'm like, no way. I still got my mask on, bro. Yeah, that's that's the dumb shit, fool. Cause like I don't understand. Cause I see people that ain't been doing nothing. I'm talking about absolutely nothing. All of a sudden, they go and do shit today. That makes no sense to me. After I've been saying this entire time, one, I was like, why the fuck are y'all wearing gloves and no mask? Or why are y'all wearing mask and no gloves? Or why, when y'all wear gloves, y'all not changing these hoes out? It's a lot of different shit. So these people don't, they never care, bro. They only care about what the media tells them. The media right now is telling y'all that everything's opening. So y'all go back out and play. I don't watch the news no more at all. I don't watch any fucking news. All I do is I get like updates and notifications in my phone and I check like newspapers and shit. I read about what's happening around me because that's the only thing that I can't control. I can't control all this other shit that's happening around the world, bro. I can't. But I don't understand why these fools all of a sudden is like, okay, Texas is reopened. Go back out. But I heard that they had a thousand new cases already, bro. A thousand. I need to check that because I do want to see. I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what the new uh, cases are. Yeah, and I don't know if you can blame it on that because it just opened yesterday. So I, I think that's right. If it, just, if, it, if it was just yesterday, like you see, I just look right now. It says Central Texas first 31 confirmed. Like all of that, I think is cool. Like 31, you know, whatever. Like 
that's manageable. But I think there's a healthy bit of skepticism, which is good because a lot of people are still like, oh, I'm going to let y'all make it in the beginning. And then eventually it's going to ramp up. A lot of us are going to catch it. Let's be honest. Yeah, bro. Let's just catch it at the right rate so our hospitals and everything can like be able to, to adjust. And that's what it's really about. And because at the end of the day, if we got two, all these people rushing into the hospital again, people who really have serious illnesses can't get in there. Well, that's going to happen. Like, I don't know, like, everything that Dame's saying right now is real. When we was out there on that damn water today, bro, you should have seen how many people was out there. They were just all over the place. But that's, the thing is, me and Andrea went out last week. We was outside house hunting. And last week, everywhere was packed. Mm. Everywhere. I'm talking about these boys out there walking the trail, no, no mask, no nothing. But you know who you didn't see out there? Nobody that looked like us. Oh, yeah. Me and Andrew were the only black people out there, period. And we out there with masks, looking for a house to stay in. Everybody else out there chilling. Cool. Now, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about going out to the water, taking my baby out to swim uh, uh, at one of these uh, Brushy Creek. I'm thinking about taking her out there uh, next week. Yeah. We, drove out, we drove out to the lake today just to, you know, I mean, we didn't get out of the car or nothing like that, but we just wanted to do some sightseeing and see what was out, but as far as like really socializing with people outside of my immediate family, that's not happening, at least no time soon. And then a drive by sightseeing? Yeah. <laughs> I take it so how I, I can get it. I, I want to see what's happening. I mean, a lot of a lot of restaurants are not gonna open because you will get killed like with your staff. It's not worth it financially to open up at 25%, which is what the occupancy rate is. So a lot of them are gonna continue doing- Yeah, you should be wasting time. That's wasting time. Yeah, bringing in all that staff, you're not gonna have the traffic to pay for that anyway. So I feel like it's it's a weird state. Like at what point is it worth a restaurant opening its doors? It gotta be at least 50%, like 25, 30%. That's not worth it for a restaurant. I wouldn't even do it then because the occupancy is just, it doesn't satisfy the means of making the revenue for that day. I mean, you paying more for staff to try to feed, right. you know. And I'm not a GM, so I don't know if there's a way to tweak it to where it is, you know, because at the end of the day, people care about service. So, like, I remember when I got something to go, I was still pissed when my shit wasn't coming out, and that's just the nature of a consumer. I don't know what was going on in there. They could be short staffed trying to social distance, but yeah. all I know, when I got my fajitas from Lupe Tortilla, that shit took forever, and I was like, I had to check myself, like, man, I don't know what's going on in there, but I was, like, irritated. I was really irritated. Well, yeah. I want to know why everybody's out right now anyway when all the places that they need to go to aren't operating. Nail salons, beauty places, hair places, bars. You can't go get no haircut and shit right now. Y'all just out there looking raggedy as fuck. Stay the fuck at home like y'all been doing. Just stay at home, wait till it's all the way over. Because a nigga that don't got this shit, you know what I'm saying, you don't want it. So why the fuck you going back out there in it right now? I've been out there. Y'all already know how I feel about this shit. I'm just saying. For everybody mm-hmm. who feel that way about this shit, stay your ass at home. Because if something happens to you, you can't blame nobody but yourself. Because nobody told your ass to go nowhere. Right now, I can still work my job the exact same way I've been doing it. And I'm going to- do, do you have to go back to work soon? No, I don't. Let's talk about that, though. So that's the thing. So here's the, here's the thing, bro. We do what Trump say, period. Well, no, I'm talking about your company itself. Has your company came back and said... We do what Trump say. So if Trump say, hey, governors, y'all can open up y'all states again. But I'm 
gonna fucking chill until May, whatever. If Trump says that like that, that's what we're doing. So we go by what, because when Trump came out and said, hey, we not going nowhere. But everybody else is saying, hey, I can still go places. But you can also do outdoor activities again. We checked out a few local. <laughs> I was trying to look up the. the, uh, oh, the yeah, no, nah, my, C- my CEO was like, hey, Trump said we shutting down until May, such and such. If we get a word that said we're going to go past May, such and such, that's what we're going to do. We're going to wait for what Trump say. We ain't worried about what Governor Abbott say. Fuck all that shit, bro. They just trying to make money. What about you, Jeremy? Right now. What about your job? Uh, well, for me, all the executives are showing up on Monday. And then on the 11th, if we, if you have an office at corporate, then you're expected to report. Luckily, on the 11th. On the 11th, exactly. Uh, luckily, I don't have an office. I have a cubicle. <laughs> so it looks like I'm probably not going to have to return until hopefully the beginning of, J- of June, late May, I hope. But I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous, though. And the reason why I think it's ridiculous is because I can do 100% of my job at home. Uh, we're, we're deemed essential business. Our dealerships are open throughout the United States. We're here to support them. I can support them from the crib. I do not need to re- uh, jeopardize my health, risk my health to go into an office. Because they're, they're telling people to go. When, you're in your, when you go to work and you're in your office, shut the door. Don't have any type of communication with anybody. It's like, well, why, why are we there? Yeah, What's the point? Exactly. So... Yeah. Well, it's the same. Mine is mine is due back. Well, they didn't say specifically. They said they're working on a return plan right now, and the earliest at this point would be the 18th of May, um, as far as a return plan. They haven't set that in stone or it's not firm yet, but it looks like that would be the date that would go back. But I have a couple of issues, you know, along with that because my boys, of course, their daycare. You have to be an essential worker for us to even take them back to daycare, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then. On top of that, you know, my wife, she has to work. She's able to work from home majority of the week anyway in her in her current position. But still, you know, I don't want to leave her alone with the boys while I'm going back to work. And then on top of that, you know, putting myself at risk by going in and then bringing it back to the house. You know what I mean? If something were to break out there. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it looks like it's going to have to be a deeper conversation. And, of course, those are questions that I have to bring up because, that's a that's kind of a deal breaker. If I can't, you know, get my you know my boys into daycare to watch them, I don't want to bleed that burden on my wife. That'll stress her out, man. And she has to work, you know. So sorry for y'all, man, because like you said, productivity is there. Like, what's the reason of endangering your employees, man? And that just frustrates me. Yeah. Oh, and I have bad. no need. I have no need to go in the office whatsoever. I'm like Jeremy. Like, I can do everything from home. Yeah. If it's not fucking up the bag. And everything is going like this is the future. Whether we like it or not, that's the future of work. So this is forced on us, but like why? I like I literally would like to know from y'all supervisors, like, like justify this for me. You know what I mean? And and it's not like some of y'all making up, like, you know, uh I just don't get it, bro. Uh, capitalism wins, I guess. I, I, in some cases, I understand like some people like they they need the bread, but in y'all's cases, it's just like it does oh, I mean, more so, it feels like it feels like a micromanagement move for the most part. Exactly. Exactly what it is. I mean, if you look at it, bro, if you could do your job from home, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of us can, except for Chris, until the, the, the come-up media shit start again. Basically, you work from home. I leave the house when I want to go do my job, and I go right back home. That's what I was saying. This is the perfect opportunity, bro, for people to learn from this shit. Nobody's learning from what the hell's going on right now. We got office buildings that hold thousands of employees but shit half of them employees don't even have to be there 
They can downsize these buildings, bro. Downsize these structures. They can take more automobiles off the highways. They can keep the gas at the prices that they keep them at. They need us to do this shit. They need you to go in office. They need you to go in office, Jeremy. They need us to do that shit so we can stay on the roads. So we can continue to stimulate the economy that way by spending money for gas and shit like that. That's why they do it. You know in your heart of hearts that you can do your damn job at home 100%, bro, 100%. They know it too, but I bet you, you ain't better go in there and be like, yo, or nobody else is going to be like, we can do our jobs from home. Like, we need to find a different way of doing things here at this corporation. Nobody's going to do that. And they ain't going to listen to you. Get fired. Exactly. You know, so like, it's, it's kind of like you're dead if you do, you're dead if you don't. You're in a fucked up position. Hey, okay, let me just a real question for y'all, Dan and Jeremy. What y'all would do if y'all got COVID at work? What would y'all do? When y'all had to go back? If we call COVID? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they, y'all can do. Yeah. Y'all, y'all took that risk. Y'all wouldn't work. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. And, I, and, and what I've heard, I haven't done a lot of research on it, but there's going to be protections against corporations as far as workers coming back in because they know that the lawsuits will go up if somebody were to go back to work and then catch COVID all of a sudden. So they already got plans in place to kind of, you know, put a stop gap right there to stop all these lawsuits going in. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, worst come to worst, you might have to to buckle down and get to work, you know? That's so selfish, bro, because then, like, if you get COVID, like, how do you, you can't see your kids for, like, your wife for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Bro, they don't hey, where are you supposed you. to go? Where are you supposed to go, Dave? So who you? In the so garage. Where do you go? Huh? <laughs> in the oh. garage. Well, where your kids supposed to go? Where you and your family supposed to go for two weeks while you quarantine? I know. You know, just like they like they not think about it. Jeremy good because he live by himself, but you know, for somebody because then then what if he give it to his wife? Then I mean, this is like it's a slippery slope. Yeah, you know? they don't. So first, all y'all y'all gotta realize, fool, they don't care. None of these fucking people care about anything you just said, Chris. Nothing. They don't give a fuck because they they worry about theirs and they what they got at home. That motherfucking CEO can come to work whenever he wants to. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't have that luxury. So it's like this. Hey, Damon, you can either come to work like we asked you to or you can respectfully decline and we can terminate your ass. Hey, Jeremy, I'm going to tell you, when y'all go back, I want y'all to see, y'all let us know if y'all oh. super, super, super advisor, supervisors, directors are there with y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the crazy thing is they, they supposed to be going on Monday, though. That's what I'm yeah. shocked. I'm like, really? Really? No, y'all going to be going on Monday? If damn right, better be if I'm going, them motherfuckers better be in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, but at the same time, I'm still going to ask questions, though. Like, I'm still going to, like, as far as the essential workers thing, like, I'm that's a real thing. Like, if my boys can't go back to daycare, we got to talk about this a little bit. I mean, like, that's your, that's your, you can at least do a hybrid thing. schedule. You can at least do a hybrid schedule. Yeah, exactly. Why would you even want everybody in the office every day? That's if you plan, need bro. them in the office, maybe do, all right, Jeremy, why don't you come in two days a week, Mondays and Fridays or whatever. The rest, like, stay home. You're increasing the chances of, of people. I just do it. Right. It's wasting time though. I literally can wake up, go straight to my laptop, get right to work. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Versus like driving to work, fighting traffic, get in, you know, wasting time, get myself put together and stuff like that. And then are you sold on it, Dan? You want to be like this forever? I'm telling you, man, work from home is tight, bro. Work from home. Oh, yeah. I've always been sold on just just period doing your own thing right now. This is just like a, a stopgap in my in But my I remember mind. I asked you and you was like, nah, I don't want to do it too much. You know what I'm saying? You like, I only want to do it like if I have to. 
Yeah, that's true. that's true. I don't want to work no it's, more. It's definitely changed. I guess my perspective has changed from a lot because, I mean, pro- productivity hasn't slowed down. Like, if anything, I've actually increased business since we've been there because, like, Jeremy, like, a lot of our workers are essential workers. We work on, like, hospital beds and stuff like that across the country. We do a lot of, you know, things for um, the healthcare field and stuff like that. So Ooh, Y'all need PPE, don't y'all? I need to holler at you off uh, camera, bro. Oh, I got some y'all, y'all need PPE for y'all shit. We can get it to y'all for dirt cheap, bro. <laughs> I got some people that I'm not playing. You too, Jeremy. Hey, I don't need no PPE. I don't need PPE. Yeah, you gonna need PPE if you just get Corona. Y'all gonna need masks, hand sanitizer, shit like that. We got it for dirt cheap, bro. We got it for dirt cheap. So yeah, hustling, always hustling. <laughs> you know, hey, this is the American way. Well, let's American keep the- well, let's keep the conversation moving since we're talking about, you know, COVID and everything. What about y'all? How did, uh, did y'all hear about Trump asking everybody to inject disinfectant and, and, and essentially uh, use that to cure the coronavirus? Man, what do y'all think about that? I think it's going to work. <laughs> I just want the Trump supporters to do it first. Yeah, it's going to kill the virus. It's going to kill you it's too. Kill you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, so I don't listen to Trump, bro, like that no more. I couldn't help, you can't help it right there. That's like, you know everybody gonna bring them headlines up. You can, bro. I don't, come on, man. Trump ain't talking to us. He not talking to us when he say go drink bleach and inject motherfucking shit into your your body. He not talking to us. It's a valid argument, because I damn sure ain't listening. Bro, he talking to them them (laughs) poor, misingenuous, and unfranchised white folk, he's talking to his followers, his cold people. Trump is the biggest cold leader in American history, bro. He ain't talking to us. Because people actually tried, I think like 20 people tried that shit, like some dumbasses. About 30. That's all the same 20 people that think they're going to bring back coal mines and shit like that. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> man. what it is, It's just shocking to me that we're at this point, man, where Why? nothing that this man can say, nothing that this man can say will be scrutinized to the point. He should be, when he said that, when it first came out of his mouth, the 25th Amendment should have been inserted right there. Move Bro, out. y'all really, did, you, Trump not saying this shit because he, he want to. He's saying it because they letting him do it, bro. Y'all do know that people that pull Trump strings. Like, just like Obama. Obama could say certain things, could say certain things. They just letting, they literally letting Trump say whatever the fuck he want. Got to probably, you got to provide me proof. A little word at point at first because I was like, damn, if he bring us out of this, he gonna fuck around, sure up the election. This man dropped the ball, 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 ball. <laughs> so, this man Biden got a shot, bro. I didn't think Biden had a shot. This man Biden got a shot because he handled this shit so. T- think about this, Dave. If he really would have came through and did like handle the situation like like he was supposed oh, to, oh yeah, there's no way he would have lost the election. Here's no there. fucking way. How he handled this shit. Bro, even the Republicans like, nah, this nigga here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Republicans. So you know what? And that shit is so fucking retarded. And in his coat are so dumb that, that some of them actually did it. I'm glad most people have common sense. And the president has to be so careful with his words, man, because the president can say something in the economy, like the Dow can just like go, just like yeah, that. Exactly. It's crazy. The thing that got me, the thing that got me about it is like I put it, and I hate I did. I put it on Facebook. I was just like, I just don't understand how this man is able to get away with the stuff that he says. And of course, some of his uh 
his uh, supporters jumped on me, which are friends of mine, so I want to give them some credit. Uh, they jumped on, they were just like, that's not what he meant. I was like, what the fuck did he mean? Because that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can't spin this for me, man. And he, they sent me articles, and it was a right-wing website that was like pulling a lot of spin on it. And I'm like, bro, the dude said that we need to do trials of ingesting disinfecting or at least injecting into our bodies to kill it within uh within seconds or minutes. I'm like, bro, there's no getting me. around that, bro. Like this is what he said. Like you better than me, fool. You better than me, Dane. Cause I I I can't subscribe to bullshit no more. And there's no way in hell that you can tell me you still supporting Trump after all this bullshit and not supporting him for the person that he is. I understand, you know what I'm saying, when you can talk about his policies or whatnot, because I had a talk with uh, with Sal, and I get where he's coming from. And we're on the same page when we like, we don't like this motherfucker at all. But I'm gonna tell I'm gonna ask y'all the same thing I've been asking everybody. What has he said or done racist recently towards black people? But he incites racism, Yeah, listen to what I'm saying. Oh, he, he got a shit ton of those, Chad. The shithole countries. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. Black people, bro. Because, like, through all this shit, through all this stuff with Trump, all I hear about, he's a racist, he's a homophobe, he's a bigot, blah, 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 all this shit, right? But when I ask people, like, honestly, dude, like, what has he oh. said about black people? Oh, pick me, pick me, pick yeah. me. So, 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 so that is stupid because there are different forms of racism mm. over the covert. Yeah. And so the things that come out of his mouth directly relate to people's behavior of the cult. Okay. Mm. If, 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 if Trump comes out and says that, um, you know, black people are, are, or say a, say a group of people or a nasty people, yeah. then his cult will act based on that. You know what I'm saying? His policies, okay, have a direct effect. The attorney general have affected black people <coughs> being in prison or not. His educational educational person has affected student loans and the, and the enrollment and the, and the funding of HBCUs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about? Like, like everything is directed by his policy. Mm-hmm. And what he funds and what he doesn't fund, I know for sure that they were thinking about cutting the trio programs and slashing back trio programs. Trio programs directly hurt uh, fund first generation college students. So what are we really talking about? That nigga don't have to get on camera and say nigga 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 for it to be racist or for it to affect other people. You know, yeah, what I'm Haywood, that's I have to agree with Haywood. Is one hundred percent correct, man. I think when everybody looks at Trump, everybody looks at the surface level shit, and they like. Well, he didn't say it directly, or he didn't do this directly, or you don't see what he's doing directly. When he's enacting policies, when he's act- enacting, you know, Supreme Court justices, when he's adding judges, he add, he has oh, 30, judges? 30, oh, over thirty percent of the circuit court judges are Trump appointed judges. That's a big problem, bro. We don't see it now because, like, it, it's something that we don't have to deal with personally. But as far as you know, systemic racism is concerned. We're going to have problems with that shit after a while. I mean, that's that's why he's got to get out the office now. And that's on top of that, if he wins, you might as well say they uh, they got the uh, House and the uh, Senate for 10 more years because gerrymandered. They'll be able to go in and change the map again to their favor. Reese, think about what he's done for the climate of the United States. Think how empowered a white supremacist feels right now. 
So she think about down the street. Think about so how they feel thing. just because who's in the White House about that red hat. Think yeah. about just that. So you know everything. So everything we just said right now, we are all in agreement, right? We're all in agreement. Trump is a piece of shit, and he don't need to be president no more, right? And we also were all in agreement when we said that if we do not vote at all, that's a vote for Trump. So we're gonna talk about that later, but yeah, we're gonna talk about that. With the so, so, yeah, so I'm saying, so like, what what the fuck? At the, at the end of the day, bro, like, what the fuck do? What are we gonna do? Are we gonna continue just to sit and talk about this dude that ain't doing shit? Like, what's the next fucking move, bro? Because I don't hear nothing. I don't hear anything from the people, right. the powers that be that can create change. I don't hear shit. You're all right. I, I'm gonna talk. I'm definitely gonna talk about that when we get on yeah. this. Video, all baby. I all I hear is about you know what I'm saying. What this motherfucker is not doing. What what he's saying and shit like that, bro. I'm so sick of fucking Donald Trump, bro. That's why I don't watch the news no more. Any of that shit. It's either Donald Trump or the coronavirus. Or the coronavirus and Donald Trump. Either or. It's just vice versa, bro. Like, it's fucking pathetic. I don't care about that shit no more. You're doing, it has you're doing the right thing. Like, you're doing the right thing with that. You're doing the right thing. Let's saying, make like, it... Let's uh, let's bring it back light before we get serious again, man. What y'all think about Kanye reaching a billion, man, getting on the Forbes list? Good for him. Kanye's a genius. Yeah, good for Kanye, man. I can't hate on that, man. I don't want to see... I want to see Kanye go broke. I'm... Um, I think he's, I, we all know he's musically amazing. You know, I didn't fuck with that last album, but it wasn't made for me. Um, a lot of people enjoyed it. And how, uh, Greg, even when, when Greg said he was one of the best concerts he's ever seen, and I know he don't rock with it like that, I, that was a big compliment. So I think, you know, we got to give him, we got to give him his flowers. We got to say, you know, shout out to Kanye, you know? What you think, Jeremy? I think it's dope. I'm just curious, you know. To make a billion, bro? A yeah, billion. Where, where, but where's that money coming from? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just real, just curious. It's probably mostly a well, man. His shoes in that catalog, that music. Taught him well. He probably got his masters, and I mean, the deal he probably signed with Adidas is freaking probably ridiculous. It's probably worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He gets without, without, without Adidas. I'm gonna be real with you. Without Kanye, Adidas really came up when Kanye signed with them. He really did. I mean, Adidas really did. They came up. And they started doing, uh, not. it was like a Kanye effect. Like, all the other shit they were doing started to work, too, because they had Yeezys and even shit that they also started doing. I just started noticing other people having Adidas as well, and I think it is directly related. We so powerful, bro. Our culture influenced everything. Like, Kanye really put... I would bet you if we look up the stats on how the trajectory on the stock prices maybe of Adidas, I guarantee you, if if he's a billion, that means Adidas must have made ten times that. I can't. Yeah, remember. there has to there has to be a source of income that we just don't know of. There, oh, there has, has to be something else in there. There has to. He has. They say he's big in real estate. Too. It's not. I don't think it's actually liquid cash. It's more assets than anything. Yeah. So it's I like. It's like Jay-Z shit, fool. Like, Jay-Z showed you all the stuff that got him his billions. It's, um, he has paintings that he bought, man, back in the day that was only worth, like, 50 Gs and worth, like, three, four, five million dollars now. It's all that shit they built up. But Kanye, he got back, like, $68 million in taxes, bro. He also got broke off from all this church stuff that he had been doing, too. And he gets, I think he gets, like, 13% 
of uh, sales from uh, those Yeezys. So, okay, it says here, it says it it that uh, Yeezys did, uh, his shoes did 1.5 billion revenue north of 1.5 billion. And, and it says it's estimated that his royalty is 15%. Look at that. That's a lot, What's bro. That? What's that right there? That got to be a couple of hundred, right? On and how much? Ooh. On how much? Right there. What's, what's 15%? 100%? 250 million. 100, 15% of 1.5 B million? He got a lot, bro. He got he got the shoes. He got his clothing line. He got his music. 250, about 250 yeah. Art. Kanye got his fingerprints on a lot of shit, bro. That's the reason why he got a billion dollars. I mean, he probably got a lot of arms in, arms in the fire, but that's just, you know, one. A, you married. I mean, it's probably a lot of reasons. You know what I mean? He also been in the game. He's been building wealth for years. You know, he, he didn't do it in one year. I mean, he's been in the game since. And again, I think that, and again, I don't want people to get confused. I don't think that's liquid cash. I think that's assets. So the evaluation of those assets. Yeah, over, it has to be assets. Yeah, over well, a 10 year span is probably worth, you know, a billion or worth three. He said he worth three. I don't know about it. Yeah, three, three billion. That's what he said. That's, look, that might be a valuation. It, it might not be wrong if that's he, the value. He said that, like, supposedly, you know, Kanye got on, he corrected somebody. He's like, actually, it's three. Oh, no, because he said. He said 896 million, like a couple of before he before he went to a billion. I don't think that nigga worth three six million. Yeah, I ain't no way. You can't you can't just become a billionaire and, and hit three billion. This is this is why I want to talk. That's that's exactly one to one uh, what I want to talk about with Kanye, man, because all the stuff that he's doing as far as like with the with the church and Jesus is King and everything, I'm all for it. I salute it 100. I salute him being a, a billionaire, but. This dude, he's showing his true colors, man. All he's worried about is status. He just attacked Forbes for not saying that he was worth three billion versus just being worth uh, worth one billion. And he said, "Y'all not gonna play with me." That's in Jesus' name. I'm like, "Come on, bro, stop." He said, second and reinforced that who claims in both words and in his paperwork that he is worth more than three billion, as overly boastful as his political idol, President Donald Trump. Not a numbers guy. We agree. I mean, yeah. Look, he's a status guy, bro. He, he, he shows his true colors when he when they don't favor him. I can't fuck with a narcissist, bro. I cannot fuck with a narcissist who thinks the world revolves around him. And he's a brilliant, but like when he says shit like, bro, I'm the most influential artist of all time. He says like, he on, says bro. shit like that. I'd be like, bro, even if that's true, you don't need to say that, bro. Yeah. I've never heard. Have you ever heard? And we don't need to go on this. Have you ever heard Michael Jackson, Jordan say, I'm the greatest basketball player that ever lived? I bet you have not, because he don't ever say that. He be acting like it, though. He be like, six rings. That's all he say. That's all he say. But he don't ever get on and be like, I'm the greatest ever. That Hall of Fame speech. That Hall of Fame speech ain't giving him no credence. (laughs) (laughs) But but no, for real, he have respect for the people who came before him. You know what I'm saying? I got to get to him, because I know that nigga cocky. I know that nigga. But <laughs> to say shit like that, like I'm the most influential of all time, my nigga. Yeah. You are not more influential than Michael Jackson. I'm sorry, bro. I love Kanye, bro. What? That's what I'm saying. I just love him for his music, man. The artistry and everything that he does, like for you know, for the culture, I'm 100 percent for it. But as a person, man, I just can't rock with somebody like him, man. He just I wonder how much the wrong way. I can look through him. I see, I feel like I can look through him, look through the bullshit that he do. That's why I couldn't get down with the Jesus stuff, man, because I just feel like it didn't feel genuine to me. I feel like he found a new way to get attention, Danny. 
Yeah, that nigga found a new way to get money. How to manipulate the people? <laughs> he found a new way to get money. Is what he I did. Feel like he got a new hustle. You know what I'm saying? And he he look and that's how he did it. And I'm not saying Kirk Franklin does that at all, but he ain't singing. And he in the in the crowd. He, hey, I been he ain't doing no singing. He in the front like. <laughs> And I'm just like, bro, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. Man. I see the hey, some of them songs be hitting, though. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it, it, it seems, again, it just seems like it's me, me, me. Nah, I'll, I'll, I'll never deny his talent. His talent is there, like, hands down. He's probably one of the greatest musically to ever come through and do it. I, I'll give him that, but, dude, it's like, bro, you got to get off the gas, man. I can, I can see through everything that you're doing. You want that status. You want the status symbol. You want everybody to tell you that you're the greatest. You want everybody to work with you without it, without it being any issues and stuff like that. And you hold all these corporations like to a higher standard than you do the people. And I, I see through this, man. It's like smoking mirrors, man. Well, but hey, shout out to him for the Billy yeah. though. Shout I out to him. Billy. Hopefully he he helping some people with their bread. I hope. I would like to think he is. That's so much money, bro. Like a billion. He helping out Chicago with that. Just think, so. just, just think about this for a second. He got mad How many because they said he was worth one billion. How many millions is, is a billion? A thousand? A thousand million? Yeah. Yeah. He got mad because they said he was worth one billion versus three. He was like, no, it's three. Put some respect on his name, bro. Who cares? Nobody gives <laughs> shit about that but you. <laughs> I think that's the irony of America. It's like, People like that actually do well. Think about Young Dame Dash. Think about Kanye. Think about Trump. Think about some of these people who I'm like, damn, you got to the top of the top of the top being like that. And that's weird because usually then you have to step on people to get like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about all the people Trump had to do wrong. You know, and I, I never thought of Kanye as an asshole to people like that, but it seems like he kind of got like that more and later. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's interesting to be like, damn, you got to the top of your field in the top of America being a straight up asshole narcissist. And what does that say about us as a people as a country? Well, I'm a true believer that you you get your rewards here on this earth. You can't take that stuff with you. So what can you say about him though, bro? It's just like it's just like Floyd Mayweather. Floyd bro, Mayweather. Mayweather, okay, and well, listen, uh, Steve Jobs. They, it's a lot of stories that say Steve Jobs was a fucking asshole. Yeah. Bro. But see, Mayweather, fool, he's the best boxer on the planet, fool. He's he has a job where I can beat your ass, so you can talk. But, to bro, he had a, he had a score one on one though. Think about people. He and these people with companies, companies and like people under them. Mayweather, like, yo, shut up, do what I say. I'm gonna go make the money. I'm in there getting fought. So I feel you though. But see, that's the thing. So if that's like what got them where they are, man, more power to you. It's not, it ain't going to resonate with us because that's not our mentality. But like, that's that's just Kanye. And I don't see him any other way than what he is right now. Just the same man that like jumped on top of Puff Daddy's table. Like, y'all niggas need to sign me. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Y'all passing up talent. So like, he just been stewing for years, for years, bro. Everybody been passing that man up for years. They're passing him up. And finally, he is a, he's at the top when he was at the very bottom. So like, that's anybody, bro. Anybody who's never had nothing, who finally come into something is that at that top of the fucking upper echelon, they're gonna be a dickhead. The well, thing I say is, at that point, I mean, you're telling me you ain't happy. That's all you're telling me. 
But that's him. You got to prove it. If you always got to prove yourself or you feel like you got to make a case for it every single time, it's like, look, man, me personally, I could I could tell a whole bunch of stuff that I did, but it ain't worth it. You know, it's but, see, that's, but that's his mentality, though. So, like, that's not your mentality. So we, I can't knock him because that's that's just saying to me, you need to think like me. Why? Why do you act like that, Kanye? You need to be thinking like me. No, act like yourself, bro. If, if that's what got in the way is, so be it. Niggas still going to rock his music. They still gonna rock his shoes. They gonna do all that shit. But the, but the bigger question, though, do you feel like he's happy? Do you think he's a happy individual? At the end Ooh, of Kanye, I don't think. I think, in the in a sense of, I'm happy because I'm powerful. Because we all know that money, money, well, numbers. Like I, I watched that um that documentary of uh, the Black Godfather. It's true. Everything is about numbers, bro. And it's a race. So who got the most money at the top? And he he's. He's one of the, what, seven, eight black billionaires now? Not that many of them. So he going to feel like he got a chip on his shoulder. He feel like he got a chip on his shoulder from years before all of this. And then he lost his mom on top of that shit. The only person that can keep his ass stable. So like, fuck no, that. There's nobody that can keep me in check. Nobody's checking Kanye, bro. Nobody said no billionaire. I'm a billionaire. What can you tell me, bro? What can you tell me? I wonder, I, I do wonder if he's happy because I feel like you can't enjoy it. You can't enjoy the success with Jay. You can't, he can't go, he can't go to J and B house no more. Why not? They gotta be big because Why? them is the people that make he burned the bridge. He he burned burned the bridge. The bridge. I it's think like, he burned the bridge with Jay-Z. Hell yes, yeah. Yes. He just he just uh and in the Jay Let's Triangle album, he had another line. He was like, Yeah, he can't go over there. And I know fuck Jay. I know Beyonce don't fuck with Kanye or Kim. I know she don't like none of that. She don't like Kim. Right. Like Kim so I mean, I think Imagine if I made it to the top of the come up meeting and I can't share that with y'all. Niggas who was yeah. there when I didn't have shit. Like, I, I think it would affect everything. Yeah, yeah. I it's it like, I want to bring more people up with me. That's what Jay, Jay preached at, 444. He's like, what's the point of getting all that and not being able to share it with your people or sharing the success? He got Emory. He got Emory with him. He got Memphis Bleak who was hustling with him. Like, he got mm. people who was who was there. So it is important to have those people there. I don't it's know who his best friends were. Stunts. It's a different yeah. type of stunt. Beyonce, she do it like with humility. Even like that new song she just got out, Savage. She talking mm. her shit on there, but at the same time, you can't tell me she ain't humble. Mm. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Beyonce, everything, every post she did is going to get three to four billion likes. She doesn't do that. You know what I'm saying? If she wants to get attention, you know what I'm saying? Like, or Rihanna, like these are women who... If they wanted to validate themselves constantly online, they could easily just post themselves and get instant. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you look so beautiful. Oh my God, yes, that. Like, they don't even do that. That shows me your character because you could do that, but you don't. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, in my eyes, Kanye yeah, look like he just at a higher level of the rat race to me, bro. Yeah, that, and that's what it is. I mean, like, that's because ultimately, I cannot go inside this man's head, although I wish I could talk to Kanye. I really do want to have a conversation. Oh, yeah, I would, too. I definitely but, have a conversation. But outside of that, it's like... He think we victims. He, he don't want to have a victim mentality. He's always like, I don't want to think like that. He even backtracked his uh, Black People Hate George Bush compliment because he's like, that's a victim mentality. And that's where Sap agrees. He don't like Black people thinking that they victims. And I yeah. understand that. Because he persevered. Sap persevered at another level. Yes, but Sap is a certain different type of animal. We know yeah, he's a unicorn. He's a unicorn. Did everybody got that type of 
that's, and that's the thing, though. See, now we're going back to the mindset because Sap has been through some adversity. That's his mindset. And I agree. I'm tired of fucking black people saying playing this pity game and woe is me shit, bro. Like, at some point in time, we got to realize that we are our worst enemy. The shit that we in is because we are in it. It's a lot of, bro, it's a lot of stuff where we can't control. And it's not that simple for me though. It's a balance, bro. It's a, it's a balance to that. It's like, I get what you're saying, but you know, a lot of it is, I feel you, you got to pick yourself up and pull yourself out of the mud. But at the same time, there's a lot of systemic shit that's still going on that we have to address and we got to get, you know, some clarity on for us to, you know, be able to progress at a position where we are even equal to somebody else. So my own point is to just like acknowledge it, acknowledge that, you know, we don't have it the same as everybody else out there. We have to work 10 times harder. Kanye had to work 10 times harder. Sab had to work 10 times harder. Jay had to work 10 times harder than their counterparts. Did, did, when we talked about that, did, did we agree? Cause that was an episode, should we say that? Did we all agree? That we should say that. I don't know what I said that episode, but I feel like that's what I feel today. Like, yeah, you know, like Remy, you got to work hard. I don't think we had an episode. Where the topic was like, should we say you got to work twerk twice as hard? And I yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah. what I said. I think I was like, I can't remember what I said, but how I'm feeling right now. I know what I said. What I know said. what I said. I said you got to work. You have to work twice as hard because we already like we already behind the motherfucking eight ball, bro. Yeah. As a, as a people, as is. And the thing with my son is, he's two years old. And I still put rules and expectations on him at the age of two. And I got into a dispute with a, a person about that. And this lady was like, you really was, tell your she, son what she, 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 uh, she didn't do? And I was, was like, yeah. Person? Huh? Was the lady black? Oh, she was a Caucasian persuasion. But um, at the same time, it's like, <laughs> she's telling me, she's telling me, I shouldn't be putting stipulations on my child because he doesn't understand. And I'm like, really? My son doesn't understand. I was like, Chandler, come here. He came to me, I was like, yo, pick your trash up and throw it in the trash can. He goes, yes, daddy. Picks up and throw it in the trash can. I look at the lady. She didn't say anything. She looked at me shocked. Like, I understand that these kids understand. Like, everybody fucking gets it. But at the same time, I get it. I get it because of my experiences. So. I know what it feels like, bro, to have nothing, nothing. I know what it feels like to go to sleep nights, nights, days with no food, nothing, bro. So like, when I finally get it, I know I work real hard for it and I'm gonna continue working hard for it. That's why I don't ever fucking stop, ever. Yeah. I'm humble with it. But so a person like Kanye though, he doesn't have that support system like he's supposed to. But that's his own doing, though. I think that's I don't even know that. Can we really see, say that? Listen, 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 that's, that's, that's he got a wife in the Kardashians. Yeah, but listen to what I'm saying. So, like, we always talking about Jay-Z. How do we know that they have, like, this restrained relationship? Because I've never heard Jay-Z say anything out of his mouth that, hey, I don't fuck with Kanye no more. All I seen was a picture of him, Puff Daddy, and Kanye, and somebody else in the picture, and Jay-Z had his, his nose turned up. Nigga, they could have said something that Jay-Z didn't agree with. Somebody just snapped the picture, and they were like, hey, he don't like uh, Kanye. I you mean, know? I think the bars, he said, I think the bars He said bars on 444, and he said it on the Jay Electronic album. He said, yeah, the, the bar, the bars he do it. Yeah, he's not gonna come out and do a diss track, because that's not Jay. I don't even know what he say, what he say? I can't, I had to pull it up, but no, he's, 
It's not. Yeah, he got. They not. got a whole song like dedicated to it, especially on four four four. I mean, not four four four, but everything is love. The uh, the one he did with Beyonce. Dedicated to what? Uh, to just uh the friends and stuff like that. They were talking about friends, and he was like, "Hey, I'm not like he didn't go to Kanye's wedding, and the reason why he didn't go was because he was going through all that stuff with Beyonce." He was like, "I don't care what's going on outside. I ain't leaving." He said, yeah. "My house burned down. I'm not gonna leave. My house burned down just to go make sure that you good." And Kanye so, didn't understand that. Is yeah. if you can't understand that as a friend, that hey, look, I'm going through something personally in my life. I need you to like support me in this. And bro, you, I gotta fall back from you because you bring. Nigga, can you imagine if Jay Z went to Kanye's wedding without Beyonce? Yeah, Beyonce don't. Beyonce don't fuck with Kim like that, though, right? Huh? Beyonce don't fuck with Kim Kardashian like that, though, right? Right, 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 right. Well, let's let's go ahead and pivot to yeah, man. Some of this is gonna get covered into the main topic. Yeah, so let's get into our main topic, man. So, of course, a lot of energy, you know, came out with Diddy. He put out a video and he was doing a podcast with Naomi Campbell. They were just talking about, you know, Joe Biden being the the candidate for the president and whether we should vote for him or not. So should we hold our vote, like Diddy said, um, for Joe Biden in order for us to get what we want as as an African-American community? So I wanted to bring that to the table, man. What do y'all think about, you know, us holding our vote to get, you know, a black agenda put on the ticket? Let's quote him for sure what he said, though. He said that the black vote is not free, okay? First he said that, and he said, we can't find a candidate who can support us, I'm paraphrasing, then we should withhold our vote. And Naomi Campbell agreed, and so he has definitely a point. Um, I don't like him saying we should withhold our vote, Mm. because that is the reason why Trump is in the House, because honestly, it, uh, I'm not gonna go far to say black people put Trump there. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that because I don't think that's true. But I think we would have made it a lot harder. Um, and so I feel like he has a point. I think his intentions are good. And people slam slam Diddy. I had no problem with Diddy because Diddy don't have to get on no no platform and say nothing. He could be with his money and he right. can just do whatever the fuck he want to do. But Diddy is very influential in our culture. I got partners. Who I know ain't looking up the same books and stuff. They get their news from Revolt, from Breakfast Club, and that's fine. That's totally fine. That's why I fuck with the Breakfast Club. And so for them, they may learn their political news from Diddy. And so while he was trying to say, I think, is we need to hold our people accountable. So I think the argument, Dame, is not necessarily, it's not an issue what he said is, the question is how do we hold a candidate accountable to what he said he was going to do for us? Or how do we organize to present a platform to a presidential candidate long before? And I don't know why this is so hard. I don't know why the National Black Caucus can't do it. I don't know if the, why the early can't do it. You'd be like, look, we're looking for three things, okay? And then, then spend all their money marketing to Black people. This is what we're going to do. Instead of marketing a candidate, market, this is the plan. We're going to support whoever does this, okay? And then, I, I don't know why that's hard. Maybe maybe yeah. I'm overthinking that. But No, no, you're not. I think you're 100% on point, man. And I think the, the biggest problem that we have with everything is that 
you know, I understand where everybody's coming from. It's like the the message shouldn't be that, hey, we're not going to go out and vote in November when it's time to vote in the presidential election. But damn, can we bluff a little bit? Can we put it out there? We're, we're playing this game 100% wrong. And it may be a little bit too late as far as the timing with Diddy when he came out with this, because it should have came out at the beginning of the primaries when we were really trying to select a candidate. Right. I, I give a, that's 100%. That's what it should have been. But at the same time, it's like we're playing dominoes and we're showing our hand to our opponents. It's like, and I put it in the text, I'm trying to be funny, but I'm like, damn, we're letting, we're sleeping with the, we're sleeping with the enemy or not necessarily enemy. We're sleeping with the people that's supposed to be, you know, taking us out for a steak dinner. They're not even taking us to McDonald's and we still, you know, putting out for them at the end of the day, bro. And it's just like, why put all the energy in focusing on what Diddy said and taking that energy and saying, okay, I hear what you say. Let's put an agenda together and take it up to Joe Biden and let's bluff. Let's call Let's say, hey, this is what it is. If you don't do this, we're not voting. Man, I'm going to be real. Can you, maybe, do you think it's because we don't get money? What is that? Say it again. Like, 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 let's, let's, let's say we had the Urban League and we had uh, back, back caucus and we like, I don't know, what's the, what's the max amount you can donate? Uh, I want to say it's 5,000 individually. I don't know about corporations. I don't know. I have to look into it. But you can, like, there's ways around it, like super PACs and stuff like that. You can do, if you get into a super PAC, you can put as much as you want. Would they really listen to us if they didn't accept our money and we didn't fund them? Which I'm cool with. I'm cool with funding the politician if they help us with policy. But I'm asking because maybe that's what we got to do. Maybe we gotta stop fucking complaining and start being like, we need 10,000 black people to donate five dollars. Yep. Maybe they'll fucking listen to us if we gave them what's 5,000, what's 10,000 times five. Um, I don't know. You yeah, know what I'm saying? 50,000. Like, 50, maybe, maybe that's what they need because they have to. I, if one thing I know, these motherfuckers is loyal to their constituents. That boy Trump, the first thing he did was that text code. That boy, when. He, he couldn't wait to. He, he couldn't he, wait he, to pass he, that. Yeah, he couldn't wait to pass that tax clip. So maybe we need to like. I mean, what is five ten dollars for us to fund to get some, to get these these lobbyists for us who can maybe present some of these things to us. Maybe. I don't know. That's that's what it is, man. And you're saying the right things. It's a give to get gain, but it's like I feel like the we get lost in the message by like attacking the people that are putting out solid, solid messages. It's like, okay, Diddy, you said that. Let's organize around that. What do we need to do? You have these revolt, you know, conferences and stuff like that. Why don't you get a panel together and we start hashing this out, start having conversations on what the African-American community needs to progress and move forward in society. Like case in point, we should be able to get real estate without any issues, you know, just given that, you know, what we didn't get. Wasn't that you that was telling me about the 40 acres and the mule? And everything, hey, would and, might even get no forty acres in the media. Yeah, exactly. Bro. They pulled it from us, or we uh, deposit all that money in the in the banks, and they ended up taking all the money from us anyway. It's just like it's like there's so much that we can do, and I think the message got lost by attacking Diddy versus saying, "Hey, he got a point, Joe Biden. What you gonna do? What's up?" Well, you know, and just sit I back, and I'm 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 voting 100. percent Come November, I'm going to be one of the first ones in line. If it's early voting, I'm going to beat her. I'm going to vote. But no, you got to tell me what's up, Joe. What's up? 
So but Joe is, and Joe, he should his his decision is not necessarily will black vote for me, is will I be able to get them out the house to vote? So he still has work to do because if he black people don't vote for him, he's not gonna win. hundred percent. It ain't gonna so it ain't gonna be Biden. Biden's not gonna be the one that get us to vote for him. It's gonna be people like Pub Daddy and them. No, so that motherfucker mean, Obama, that nigga put a fucking video. Yeah, Obama put a message out. Here's my issue with all of this shit, right? Why wasn't this done when Obama was the president or running for president? Because what what did what did what was Obama's direct black agenda? But we've seen progress. I, and and I get what you're saying, Chad, 100 percent As yeah. the first black president, he can't do the stuff that everybody wants him to do, bro. That's just 100 percent He has to go through he has to go through That's not what I'm saying though. What I'm saying is Pub Daddy, literally Pub Daddy gave Trump the opportunity to win again. So yeah, y'all said Trump may have fucked himself up with the bleach shit, but Puff coming out, straight coming out and saying, hey, Joe Biden, what are you gonna do to help black people? What's your agenda? No, I ain't heard none of them people with no damn agenda, except for who was it? Uh, Warren, I think Biden, and who was it? Oh, Yang. That's the thing. Niggas don't read. Biden so, has an agenda yeah, for black people on his website. So and so did Warren, and so did Kamala Harris, and so did Pete. Listen, check this out, though. Has his agenda that he has online, has he come out and spoke on that? I don't know about that because I didn't watch all the political debates. So I can't speak on that. I didn't watch every single one. Okay. I know we can't expect them to talk about every single topic. I feel like they should bring up every one, every topic. But at the end of the day, why not just be like, nigga, it's on my website. Hey, why can't you do that? Doing, not even bringing up every topic. Nigga, you should be pandering to us because you need our vote. So you should, you should automatically go up there and be like, this is what I plan on doing for African-Americans. But I don't see that ever happening. I don't, so but we, but we acting like we scared, though. We acting I like nigga, real talk, if I was Joe Biden, I would have went on the breakfast club, my nigga. Hey, it ain't going to happen, bro. You want to know why it's not going to happen? Because the last people that went out there preaching about what they want to see happen for black people ended up dead. I, I promise that I will use my video skills around November and I will convince some people to vote through this podcast or through my video skills. It's not, I'm going to do my part to make sure that I explain how these judges and how things are affected by people in office. And honestly, and I got to remind people, when, when, when The Root did an a, a article on who has the best policy uh, based on feasibility, which is what Dave was talking about, and progressiveness. Elizabeth Warren was number one. Yep. And Biden was two, not Bernie. Bernie was farther on, not because of his... Yeah, Bernie probably had at the bottom half of the list. He was in the middle just because of feasibility, because some of the stuff that Dave was talking about, um, as far as, like, can this really get passed? So, honestly, when you look at the... When you look at the thing, it's all about lack of information because he's not the most eloquent in speech and it doesn't fucking matter. Trump got accused by touching women. They voted for this nigga. Biden getting accused by touching women. It may be true. It doesn't really fucking matter. And I understand that now because I used to think, damn, y'all really going to vote for this nigga? He raped women or whatever. Or he got half the women lying. Let's be honest. Half the women trying to get it back. But the fact is they put the person who's going to affect them in their policy 
So we got to do the same thing. This is not a time to be moral, morally just. This is not the time to be Mr. Do Good. And I said it in the text. I said it in the text, bro. Pressure make diamonds, bro. We all know this on this thread, bro. But like, this is we this have is to put different. pressure on these politicians. We have to put pressure on the constituent. We got to put pressure on everybody to make sure that we get something out of this deal because we just oh. just laying down in the bed and letting everybody smash. But this is different. Because I can tell y'all, I'm running for president, right? I can tell y'all whatever the fuck I'm going to do for y'all and get in there and not do it. And y'all can't do shit about it. So, like, well, what that's when you make doing? the change. That's where you make the change, though. But so, at the same time, it's like Biden doesn't want to be a one-term president. Nobody that gets in there wants to be a one-term president. That nigga, like, 80 years old, if we going to be a one-term president regardless. I mean, we know. We all we all know that. We all know that. But at the same time, it's a legacy yeah. thing, too. It's a legacy thing, too, at the same time. I... I would want to believe that the person that we're putting in would want to make sure that they keep the promises that they made in regards to coming in, especially if you win the House and the Senate. You ain't got no excuse. If you win the House and the Senate and you win the presidency and you didn't get nothing done, bro, uh, come on your if, ass. If, if he just does what does he, he do? says in his agenda, I'd be happy. Bro, but I'm not looking for no president to come save my ass. I'm just looking for them to not put me in jail Give me some money in my education and try to fund these teachers. Like, just do if he just did what's in the agenda. Bro. Yeah, his agenda's his agenda's tight. I'd be okay. Like, I'm not in a lot of people as black people. We 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 just so caught up in thinking the national level is the only thing we got to do. We also got to be the, the leaders of our family. We also got to be involved in the school board. We also got to vote on a city local level, and we got to go vote at the national level. That's but the we're the only people who just be like vote and, and nationally, and then that's it. If we even do that, we got the that's nerve to fucking complain nationally and then vote. Don't do nothing on the school board. Don't do nothing. Man, come on, man. But that's miseducation, that. though. That's miseducation. So everything you said, Chris, about trying to get people to vote through your come up media and the podcast, right? This is how you do it. Because people don't fuck it. They don't know, bro. Like, honestly, I was in a Zoom. I was in a Zoom meeting with like 12 people. I kid you not. One person in that motherfucker didn't know nothing about politics. And he asked 101 questions, and that shit is good. Because really? he was in a room full of his peers. But that's just not going to always happen, bro, because somebody's going to always feel like they know something. They're going to think they know better because they don't want to feel like they don't know, especially yeah. when they're in a room with a bunch of their fucking peers that they think is cool with them. So people just don't really know when it comes to politics what they should be doing. Like, they don't know nothing about the census. They don't know nothing about voting on, um, not on the national level. You know, they don't know nothing about their cities and the state. They don't know shit about that, bro. All they know is I vote Democrat because that's all I've been told about all my life I'm a black person. Yeah. That's all they know. And, so I, definitely, and I, I don't want to get it misconstrued. Like, I'm I'm not one of those person, those people that's like a hardcore Democrat, 100%. That's another way to get rocked to sleep. You know, you got to be able to go out and really look at the policies. Mm. So they match and line up to what you really want, you know, as an individual or for your family and stuff like that. Now, with that being said, I know, of course, this election cycle, I'll be voting Democrat because everything aligns with what, I would want or what I would need, you know, out of out of a president. But Let's I think there's never been a, a Republican candidate who had better policy than uh, a, a Democrat. Democrat. Yeah, facts. if you look at look at these motherfuckers like Nixon, you know the history. Nixon, what? Yeah, you kidding me? Bush, Reagan, Reaganomics, Bush, Reagan. 
Come on, man. You out of your goddamn mind. Like, and people like, oh, you just the party, but bro, you don't know what you're talking about. If you know what Reagan and Nixon did, you know, black capitalism and like these, and I understand they're not teaching this in, in the schools. And Trump, like, if you look at their policy, man, it's detrimental to black people. And only our only issue is we just gotta be, we just gotta understand that the president president is not enough in, in terms of once we vote, we still gotta do other stuff. Yeah. We just I don't know how to do that, though. I don't know how to do that, Chad. I don't know how. We got to regain our power, bro. We got to get to a point where we're regaining our power. It's Should like we, we used, to, used to be powerful, and we got to get back to the point where we can really do that and start having those conversations and start but, hitting people across the face. Like, no, what are you going to do? Like, but the thing is, we are powerful. Look how powerful we are. We had, a, we had one person get up there and say, if, this, if you don't show us what you're going to do for us, we're not going to vote for you. I'll get, so Puff, Puff Reach is still out there, bro. Pup is still a fucking divine oh, figure for a lot of people. So that shit literally will resonate with like maybe 65, 70% black people. And they'll be like, you know what? Pup said, don't do that shit. We ain't going to do it. Uh, that's just not cool with me, man. Like, I think he should have chosen his words different. Because ultimately, why don't we? Because I know Pup can get in a room with Joe Biden. The thing is, why isn't having none of these people who fought for Barack to get up in there have not supported not one of these goddamn uh, candidates until now? Even even Obama was like, it doesn't matter who is the Democratic nominee. I'm going to support whoever the fuck wins. It didn't matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we going to, we, them motherfuckers literally waited, bro. Well, Republicans do the same thing. Republicans do the same thing. It just don't look, it's not in the forefront if, like that. If Biden is smart, he has a woman of color. Oh, yeah. Come on, Kamala. Come on, Kamala. If he has a woman of color, or just even a woman, but if it's a woman of color, uh, what's the other, the, the lady from, uh, not Kamala Day, the other. Stacey Abrams. Yeah, Stacey Abrams. Abrams? Stacey Abrams. Abrams. What is she? She's a governor? Georgia. No, she's not a governor. She, she lost the governor's race in Georgia. So who you want, Abrams or Kamala? Kamala. Why? I take, I'll say, I'll take Kamala. Because she has, she has a lot of those political affiliations. She's fighting in the Senate, am I right? In she's a fighter, bro. She's a, she's in the Senate. She's a fighter. She's on several committees in the Senate where her voice is being heard. Like, she's got a big voice. So y'all hear that nigga bro. would be so smart to put, oh, man, hell. So Chris, I, he should have announced this shit already. Bro. She got That's strength, bro. It, bro. She got power. That's how you do it right there. That's how you do it. That's chess. That's because, chess, because that will get the black people, the other black people. But look what you... He, he put Kamala on his ticket, bro, hands down. I might start working for the... Uh, for the uh, <laughs> yeah. but look at, I'm so going to get out there and start now, passing out flyers and shit. So now, look, it's four, it's four black intelligent people sitting in this, this, this chat right now, right, who know the good stuff that Kamala did. But you know what they're going to do? All they're going to do is get up there and say, didn't you, like... You know what I'm saying? Make strict laws for people no to get locked no, up. No, no, it's just like everybody else that's up there. Everybody's done the same thing. Listen to what I'm saying, though. It's the same thing about the damn football player who went through all that bullshit to be selected into the NFL, but they put at the bottom of the screen that he had these issues in his life. It's the that's same bullshit, thing. though. Like, I'm really, like, at the point, I'm going to start checking niggas. Like, when they start bringing that stuff gonna, up, bro, and that's like, what I'm going to being a prosecutor, bro, I'm going to start putting niggas saying. on. Oh, okay, let's do this. Tired when, of it's, it. when it's close to the episode, let's do, uh, like, an episode is like, um, how to figure out if you're political, uh, politically ignorant. So we can call out, like, the theories, like, number one, if you think it's, uh, it's okay not to vote, 
number one. <laughs> or number two, if you think it's all or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just call out all these, because people have little pockets of theories that are like reasons why they don't participate. And we need to call them out and we need to tell them why that's not okay to think that. Yeah, first of all, first of all, y'all have to teach these, or we have to teach people that they vote actually does count. So since they don't know that off top, anybody that tell you that, they'll be like, yo, my vote don't matter anyway, so why the fuck should I be voting? You see what I'm saying? But we saw we saw what a vote can do for Texas. Let's see how close Bethel was was to winning the Senate for Texas. It was real close. It was real, real close. close. We see, I don't understand why he couldn't. Uh, he shouldn't have ran this time. He would have won this one, hands down. I, think he, I don't think he really wanted to go through it again. That shit put a uh, toll on you, bro. You see, Bethel look old as hell right now. <laughs> yeah, the person he was going, he'd be going against is uh, old as hell too. I forgot his name. Oh, Cruz, the senator. Um, yeah, Cruz. Nah, Cruz, because they do it. Um, it's not Cruz doesn't run every year; it's every four years. Oh, okay. it's the other senator in Texas. I don't know. Well, I I think all those listening, um, let's try to do our part to encourage those in our circle to vote. Um, not just us, but the people who are in our immediate circle. Um. Maybe we pick up some people. I don't know, man. We just got to figure out how we're going to do that. Yeah. And all I got, and the only thing I got, and I'll be done with it, man, is just don't be afraid to ask for shit, bro. Like, that's, that's what we're here for. We got to start asking for shit. Don't just give up your vote for anything. But at the same time, with that being said, we need we need 100% participation from the African-American community in November. That's a given. But get out there and start asking for shit. Whether it be local politicians, your your federal, all of them, just start asking for shit, man. They'll start listening when they're when people start mobilizing and coming together. Thanks, thanks, man. Let's do it. Well, yo, man, that's been another episode of the Why Not Us podcast, man. We appreciate y'all joining us, man, and keep liking and subscribing and tell a friend to tell a friend, man. We love y'all. Peace. <laughs>